Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, to GMs for Hire. That my name's Will Polson, alongside the three main boys today, Jamil, RJ, and Matt, to bring you the Week Four predictions for the NFL season. And uh, we actually differ on a couple of games this week, which so far hasn't been too much of the norm. Um, a quick standings update: Matt remains the lead dog so far at 31, 16, and one. Uh, coming in second place, just a game behind Jamil at 30, 17, and one. Uh, I snuck my way into third place to, uh, this week at 29, 18, and one, just a game behind Jamil. And falling a game behind me is RJ at 28, 19, and one. So all of us within one game of the person ahead of us, uh, it's getting a little bit close now that I've decided to pick good teams. Uh, we're going to start off uh, our predictions on uh, as normal GMs for higher fashion so far. Uh, we're going to start with our differences, and then we're going to hit up the games at the end that we agree on. And uh, I get to start off the differences this week on the Thursday night game, Denver versus the New York Jets. I'm going to be a lone wolf yet again. There's always one game that I go away from the pack. This is going to be my game. Screw the Jets. They've been god-awful. Uh, the other three all going with the New York Jets to finally take it. Uh, they don't believe in Brett Ripien, uh, and I don't blame you. Uh, the, he is He's an, interesting. We're going to see exactly what he can do. But uh, – for some reason, this Jets team just has 0-16 screaming all over it. After Dan Orlovsky's comment mentioned by Matt in the last video, saying that his 0-16 Lions could beat this team 16 times, it's hard to have faith in this team. Uh, and I think their play through three weeks gives you enough uh, enough reason to not have faith in them ever again, um, at least until something gets changed in that organization. But, uh, RJ, I'll get your opinion on why you're going with the Jets. <laughs> well, it has nothing to do with the Jets. Uh, they need to start winning some games, man. <laughs> we can't let the Jets get the number one pick. I don't want to see Trevor Lawrence's career get ruined before it even starts. So they need to win some games. Yeah, we've talked about uh, we talked about in the week three recap that Joe Burrow deserves better, and I think it's already fair that if the Jets go zero and sixteen and get Trevor Lawrence, that he already deserves better than what he's going to get out there. But. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody's looking at this game and getting real excited. Uh, I don't think anybody's really looked at a Thursday night game since week one and really got excited. Um, and we're getting exactly what we expect, which is going to be two dumpster fires looking at each other and just seeing uh, who can be extinguished first. And in my opinion, it'll be the Jets just because they're garbage. I mean, they're, they, they're just that bad. But moving on to a, the one o'clock hour and games that we differ on Indy versus Chicago. Nick Foles has finally taken over the helm, been announced the starter for week four and the three of us believe in him, except for Jamil. Jamil's going with the Indianapolis Colts and Jamil, we'd love to hear why. Um, the bears. I really don't know how they're three and zero. Um, the Falcons frauds. Um, they gave away another game. Um, I understand they're going to Nick Foles now. Um, obviously, he's going to lock a more downfield approach. But um, I like the Colts' defense. I think the Colts are going to be able to control the clock, and I think they're going to win the game. Yeah, the Colts did have an amazing defensive game against, I mean, the Jets. But, I mean, they, they have been a pretty decent defense so far. They shut down Minnesota as well. So, their defense have set, played up very well back-to-back -back weeks. Uh, Matt, we'll get your opinion on the Bears. Everybody knows why I'm taking the Bears. I mean, everybody knows. So, nobody wants to hear my opinion on it. Let's hear why you're going with Chicago to differ. It's big. It's big, Dick Nick. I mean, come on. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is kind of a kind of a bum. If I'm being completely honest, 
I, I'd much rather have Nick Foles in that uh, pocket for me. Uh, he really he showed what he can do. He he, he ran the comeback against the Falcons, which I know a a, brew, a mop can run a comeback against the Falcons. But you know, Nick Foles, it's so Philly special. You know, he's fun, and I like him at quarterback. I think the uh, Chicago offense is much more comfortable, and the, the defense definitely isn't the problem for the Bears because we've saw we've seen how good they can be. So I really I see them taking it over the Colts. As a Bears fan, I will say my one concern in this game is the Colts' offensive line. Uh, obviously, the big thing that the Bears fans hype themselves on is their defense, and that Colts' O line is arguably the best offensive line in football. Uh, if not number one, it's it's up there. So uh, I, I would say that the Indianapolis Colts have a very good offensive line, and we'll see exactly what they can do against Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, and Akeem Hicks, and everybody such as that. But I think this game's going to be won in the trenches, and I, I just – uh, watching the Bears, I, I like them over, uh, and and I like the quarterback play at Nick Foles over Philip Rivers. I think Philip Rivers is still a little washed, but that's just my opinion. Uh, moving on to the next game, we differ on uh, at Cleveland at Dallas. We got a two-two split here uh, going. Oh, actually, no, it's actually a uh, my bad. It's three-one yet again. And Jamil, we're going right back to you. Why are you taking the Browns? Um. It's not just like the Cowboys. I like a lot. I like what Dak Prescott is doing this season, but um, they have literally no defense. Um, their secondary is extinct, and I think the Browns are going to be able to take advantage of that. Even though the Browns have been running the ball at a great clip this season, uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, the best running back doing the league right now. They're both pounding the rock at a great rate. But um, I think they'll be able to continue to, to run the clock, and I think uh, Baker Mayfield is going to be able to unlock some downfield passing. I think Odell Beckham might have an Odell Beckham-type game, and uh, – his return to uh, Jerry World. RJ, we'll get your opinion. Why the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, Dallas has got problems on defense. This isn't a team that's going to win a Super Bowl right now, uh, but it is a team that can beat Cleveland. Uh, I, the pressure is on Baker Mayfield. He is just not impressive, um, and they've got to start thinking about if they want to move off of him or not. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Dallas will just take care of him, honestly. Uh, moving on to the next game. This was the 2-2 split I was talking about. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, two of us going with Pittsburgh, that being me and Jamil. And then uh, Matt and RJ going with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Jamil and I both picked the Steelers over the Houston Texans uh, uh, compared to you two last week. And we came out on top for that. So, Matt, I'll get your opinion on why you're going against the Steelers again. Uh, it's more, the Titans. It's, yeah, it's more supporting the Titans than going against the Steelers. I do think the Steelers have been playing some good football this year. But so have the Tennessee Titans. I, I'm still pretty big on Ryan Tannehill. I know he, had, he didn't have a great last start, uh, didn't get to record a touchdown. But I think he'll be back this week. The uh, Pittsburgh's passing defense isn't fantastic. It's, it's mid-tier mid around the league. Um, it's ranked 17th, according to NFL.com. I, I, I do trust the Titans offense, um, and, and especially if uh, Derrick Henry can get a hold of it, um, I think he could really take them to a victory. But it's going to be a close one for sure. I have no doubt about that. Jamil, your thoughts on the Steelers? Um, I like the way their offense is humming right now. Big Ben came back. Um, the offense has been playing it at, at a good level. James Conner was able to find the end zone last week, and um, he looks like he's fresh off the injury from week one. Juju Smith seems like he's back to his old Juju Smith. I will see if Deontay Johnson can suit up. That will be a big – a boost for the Steelers offense, but I think it's going to be the Steelers offense getting back to it and their defense doing enough to stop Ryan Tanner from throwing the ball on them. 
to the four o'clock hour we go and in a game we differ uh, one person being the lone ranger on this one rj's going with the vegas raiders over the buffalo bills uh, rj will get your opinion on why you're going with the raiders well buffalo held on last week by the skin of their teeth and a questionable pass interference call against the rams uh vegas look Derek carr's not playing bad uh he's he's playing better uh d- I don't think the Raiders are as bad as people expected them to be. Um, I think they're going to be a solid team this year. Uh, this, to me, is just one of those weird games. Uh, there's there's those certain games every year where you think this team's going to win, and there's no real, like, problem. Like, that team doesn't have five interceptions, but something just happens, and the other team wins. It's just a weird result. We get those sometimes. And I don't know why. Buffalo going to the West Coast against the Raiders, it just screams this is weird to me. Like, this is going to be the weird result of the week. And, uh, yeah, I think the Raiders can do it. Hell, why not? Hey, before I – I'm going to go to Matt for his opinion on Buffalo. But before I do that, shout out to uh, you two being – pulling the Will Polston move and being the one person to go against the whole group and pick a random team. That's kind of how I got screwed in the first three weeks. But, hey, we're back at the top, baby, or at least third. We're not in last. Um, but, uh, Matt, we'll go over to you for Buffalo. Uh, get your opinion on them. Josh Allen has been easily a top-five quarterback so far this year. 300-plus uh, passing yards every game so far. He's definitely leading that offense. And he's going to be a star if he isn't already. But um, the Raiders' defense is really, really bad. Um, not, you know, not something that uh, I think they can handle, that being Josh Allen. Uh, so, so it's as simple as that. I think offense will carry the Bills. And, I mean, their defense is – they have the second-best passing defense. So their car, I don't know how much he'll be able to do. I know Henry Ruggs has been battling an injury, so we don't know if he'll be in. Uh, I know Darren Waller almost held to, like, two receptions against the Patriots. Uh, so if the Patriots can limit him, I, I can guarantee you the Bills can. Uh, so, you know, just going off statistics, which is what I typically do, um, I'm going to go with the Bills. Good old Matty stats. We had a couple in the recap. You missed that. That's fun. Oh. But, <laughs> uh, but moving on to the final game that we disagree on, uh, going to the Sunday night game, the Philadelphia Eagles will take on uh, the depleted San Francisco 49ers, who still managed to absolutely destroy the Giants last week. Uh, but – Another classic 2-2 split. We're going with uh, Will and RJ both going with the Eagles and uh, Matt and Jamil going with the San Francisco 49ers. Jamil, I'll get your opinion on why San Francisco. Um, I'm going with San Francisco because last week I coined that the Eagles and the Falcons need to be thrown away. Um, The Eagles just do not look good right now. Carson Wentz looks like he is second-guessing himself all over the field, pump faking on open passes, tucking the ball down, trying to run and getting sacked. Um, they just don't look really good on offense. That one is a mess. Um, even though the 49ers are battling injuries, um, I still think they're going to be able to, to control the game. Um, we'll see what happens at quarterback. If they can get Jimmy Garoppolo back. Um, they're going to throw the ball a little bit more against this Eagles front seven. So um, I think it will be an interesting game. I actually think it will be close. But um, I think the Niners will edge it out. But the, the Eagles do need this one back. Matt, we'll go over to you. Anything to add on top of that for why you took the San Francisco 49ers? I know the injuries for the 49ers are bad, but Carson Wentz is bad. The Eagles are bad, and the Eagles are bad. So the 49ers are going to win. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to start off uh, speaking why I went with the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm kind of going to go with the similar concept that uh, that RJ said 
uh, earlier. And this just seems like one of those games, uh, just because of how depleted San Francisco is. Uh, this could be one of those games that I see just the Philadelphia Eagles pulling it out, not because they're supposed to win, but just because uh, something's going to happen and it's going to be weird. And maybe I think that the Eagles could finally get something to click this game. Uh, is it going to be Carson Wentz? Probably not. Is it going to be that offensive line? Probably not. But uh, if they don't have Jimmy Garoppolo, it could maybe be this Philly defense against Nick Mullins. Uh, Nick Mullins played pretty well in week uh, in week three, but then again, he was facing the Giants defense. And I'm, I don't mean to be rude, but I could throw 350 and four touchdowns on that defense. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what he can do against Philadelphia. I just – uh, I, I will not give credit to Carson Wentz. He has looked terrible. Uh, and I will not give credit to that offensive line because they have been god-awful. Uh, but something tells me that Philadelphia, I always have a gut feeling about some stupid team beating a, a pretty decent team. And this just happens to be that game this week for me. So, uh, RJ, if you have a legitimate reason as to why you took the Eagles, I'd love to hear it. Legitimate? Uh, shoot. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> – Look at all the injuries San Francisco has. I mean, this roster is depleted, and they're not going up against the Division Two New York Giants this week. They actually have to play the Eagles, who on paper don't have a bad roster. They're just absolutely playing like shit. And at some point, Carson Wentz has to get it together, or it's going to be Jalen Hurts' time in Philly. So if Carson Wentz doesn't do it this weekend, the phones are going to be ringing. He's going to have to start looking behind his back. Because here comes Jalen Hurts. Not a Jalen Hurts fan there, uh, Jamil? <laughs> I mean, he can't particularly throw, so I don't know how much better that's going to That's what RJ be. said no, in the last he video. He can't. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I really don't think Jalen Hurts is capable of throwing a football, but he's got to be better than what Carson Wentz has shown this year. Carson's he's... just not throwing it, so. <laughs> okay. Hey, they'll, they'll just pull, a, they'll just pull like that triple – they're going back to the triple option offense back in college. It's just going to be – They put in Hurts for one play against the Bengals, and he fumbled. Honestly, hey, you know, what are you going to do? If you roll Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, and Deshaun Jackson out there with the triple option, it's not a bad team. Wasn't that it Kareem Hunt or somebody that fumbled on his first NFL carry and then still managed to get like 150 yards later that game or something like that? Somebody. Jameis Winston's first throw was a pick six, and he's the only quarterback in history with 30 and 30 in one season. So just because you start slow doesn't mean you can't put your name in the record books. Never give up. Hey, we found out Matty stats that uh, what was it? Peyton Manning lost fifteen of the first eight, fifteen oh, of the first yeah. eighteen. He lost twelve of his first fifteen. Twelve of fifteen. That's Jamil. 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 Hold up. Hold up. No, 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 no. Nah, Jamil. He compared Daniel Jones to Peyton Manning. No, I didn't. Not not with the win loss record. You did. I was there. I saw it. I heard it. I was there. I was literally there. With the with the with the, with the win loss record, he definitely did. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. Matt. Yeah. Uh, a notable – a Matty stat. A notable running back to fumble on his first carry, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> that's a will stat. That's a will stat. No, forget your Matty stats. That was a that was a will stat right there. I completely – I didn't hear it. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, that brings it to the end. Those were the six games that we differ on this week. Back to unanimously we go. Uh, something we can all agree on. And so – uh, let, let's go back to the one o'clock hour. Jacksonville taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, and you've all joined me on the Bengals hype train. Uh, Joe Burrow, hopefully, 
though not his first win. He should have had it this season, but his defense is hot garbage. His offensive line is hot garbage. It is Joe Burrow and a bunch of guys in a uniform. But uh, apparently that's enough to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. RJ, we'll get your opinion on why the Bengals. I'm going to be honest. I flipped a coin, and it landed on Cincinnati. There you go. <laughs> Uh, anybody have, like, a real reason they went with the Bengals? Matt, we'll get your opinion. I mean, I just think it's time for Joe Burrow. I think finally there's a team with with such a shitty defensive line that they can't possibly get through the sandbags that the Bengals are using as offensive sandbags. linemen. Uh-oh. I wish it was Contrary. sandbags. But, well, oh, I Patrick think destroyed their secondary last week, so. Sandbags can stop water at least, and I don't think the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line can stop water. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> pylons, whatever you want to call them, I think, I think it's Burrow. I don't know what the hell they're stopping. They need to figure it stop, out, though. They're but. stopping Joe Burrow from winning, and that's, that's the problem. There you go. That's a good line. That's a batty yeah. stat I like to hear. <laughs> but I think Joe Burrow knows Burrow's exactly – I think Joe Burrow knows exactly who's guarding in front of him, and I think that's why uh, he's looking good now. I think he realizes that he has about uh, maybe half a second to get rid of the ball, or he's screwed. Um, And that's what he's going to be doing. I think it's going to be a lot of those quick slants, a lot of quick ins and outs, and I think that's just going to be what Joe Burrow has to be until uh, they can find an offensive line. And to be fair, he's a good enough quarterback to where he can manage to win a couple of games, even with this god-awful offensive line, and this might be one of them. So. Uh, moving on to the next game, the New Orleans Saints taking on the Detroit Lions. And though the Detroit Lions were able to upset the Cardinals and get their first win of the season, we're all going with the New Orleans Saints. Jamil, we'll get your opinion on that game. Um, yeah, the Lions, they shocked a lot of people last week beating the Cardinals. This week, obviously, they're going to get a chance to win against the Saints. But I think the Saints are going to be able to run to. I think Drew Brees will do just enough. Um, Alva Kamara looks like a man on a mission right now. Um, I think it's going to be tough to stop. But I think the Saints' defense will give – the Lions offense, uh, a little bit more trouble than the Cardinals defense did, and that be the difference in the game. Shout out to the Detroit Lions to not blow a lead last week. Uh, it's been a while since they haven't done that, so congratulations to them. Uh, moving on to the next game, Seattle taking on uh, Miami in Miami, and it doesn't matter where you're playing. We're going with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Matt, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about how Russell Wilson's been playing so far and uh, why you're going with Seattle. Russell Wilson's my MVP. He could have been my MVP last season. This season, he's just playing even better. And going against Miami, they don't stand much of a chance. Um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are two reliable receivers for Russell Wilson. I think he finally – I mean, he's had what he needed in the past. But if he doesn't get MVP votes this year, the voters are just insane and just not paying attention to football. Uh, Russell Wilson is going to throw all over the – uh, Miami Dolphins. I predict now uh, 400 plus passing yards. I'll say that, and uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, uh, Seahawks by a lot. We'll go uh, Chargers at Tampa Bay. All of us unanimously going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jamil, we'll go to you, being the Bucks fan. What do you have to say on that? Uh, fire the cannons, baby. Uh, the Chargers. Def- the Chargers are dealing with a lot of injuries right now, and uh, rookie quarterback against the Todd Bowles defense uh, is going to be a lot of problems for the Chargers. He's against a lot of blitzes his way. And I think it's going to be hard for Justin to uh, to attack this defense. And on the other side of the ball, uh, Brady and the boys are starting to click a little bit. And the Chargers are dealing with plenty of injuries on that side of the ball as well. So uh, I think the Bucks will be able to take this game against the Chargers. 
Going on to Baltimore at Washington, I'm going to toss myself the wiffle ball here of saying that we're all going with the Baltimore Ravens, and I think we all know why. I don't know if there needs to be an explanation. Uh, we we found out in the week three recap that Chase Young could be dealing with an injury, and then racing him back would just be absolutely stupid of the football team. Don't be shocked if they do it. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's it's Baltimore. It, it's Baltimore. They, they didn't play horribly against the Chiefs. They didn't play up to expectation. Uh, but expect them to come back uh, a little bit pissed off and play firing on all cylinders against that Washington team. Uh, going back to another fan favorite, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Carolina Panthers. We're going to go over to RJ on why we're all going with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, because this is absolutely unacceptable. Winning games is not part of the formula to get Trevor Lawrence. Um, there's no place for that. There's no reason for it. Kyler Murray is also going to be an MVP candidate this year. He's going to prove it. He's going to light Carolina's defense up. It's going to get early. It's going to get late early. There you have it. Going on to a a battle of uh, another battle of garbage. A team is going to end up with their first win somehow. Minnesota at Houston. Matt, will go to you. We are all unanimously taking the Texans. Why is that? I, I don't know. These, these are two, you know, these are two former playoff teams just like a year ago. I, I, I can't really explain why they're 0-3. I know the Vikings lost a lot of pieces on defense. Uh, Deshaun Watson, did I say Vikings? I said Vikings, yes. Deshaun Watson has nothing on offense. David Johnson can't help him enough. Uh, I, I, I'm sure he misses um, DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know who wouldn't. But, yeah, just two depleted sides of the ball, a depleted offense and a depleted, depleted, depleted defense. And then you add a depleted defense plus Kirk Cousins, who's dog shit. Uh, Dalvin Cook can't carry an entire team on his back as much as I'm sure he'd want to. So you got to pick a winner. I guess I'm going with the Texans. I fully can't believe that the Houston Texans are this bad. I think they got that really shitty schedule draw between Kansas City, Baltimore, and then Pittsburgh. Uh, and That's a fun start. Right? And they get rewarded by playing the Minnesota Vikings this week. So hopefully they'll be able to release all that 0-3 anger on the Vikings, uh, not only for the joy of being a Bears fan to keep watching that team lose, but uh, hopefully to see Deshaun Watson. They're taking for Trevor. What's that? They're taking for Trevor. God, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Can we just not? Uh, they'll find a way to screw it up, too. They'll be like the Carolina Panthers. They'll find a game to win or two. Oh, no. Oh, no. No chance. Oh, no. The <laughs> hey, Vikings, they already won the one. Vikings, They're ahead. <laughs> the Vikings are tanking for Tanner Morgan. Keep the Minnesota boy at home. That's, okay. There you go. We'll take it. I'll go with, I'll go with that one. Uh, moving on to a game that makes me want to throw up that I'm not even going to say this, but we're all going with the Los Angeles Rams over the New York Giants. Uh, I mean – it's obvious. I mean, yeah, it's obviously the off season. I mean, yeah. Is that why? Is that Jamil? Is that why we're all going with the Rams here, or is it because of how god awful the New York Giants? I mean, that, that's why I picked the Rams. I think it's golf season. Yeah. I thought it was because of how shitty the Giants are. I thought it was that they managed to lose uh, by almost thirty points to a team that has no starters. But I, mean, uh, season, <laughs> I maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe maybe the fact that you managed to lose thirty points to a team that may start two people who are typically in their starting lineup. Uh, I thought that's why I would go with the Rams, but uh, I'm not willing to admit anything with that disgusting man. Um, so yeah, the Rams, the all, all four of us going with the Rams over the New York giants uh, moving on to the new England Patriots over the Kansas city chiefs, a game that could be pretty interesting if 
uh, both teams play up to their potential. But uh, after watching what they did to Baltimore uh, last week, we are all unanimously going with Kansas City. RJ, I'll get your opinion on why you went with Kansas City. I love Cam Newton. I think he's uh, revitalizing his career in New England now that he's healthy. He's finally getting the respect that he deserves from the media. But I just think Kansas City's a little too much. I do think that game will be pretty close uh, because of how good Cam has looked and how good Bill Belichick is at coaching in big games. Uh, so uh, they're not going to run away from New England. But at the end of the day, one team has Patrick Mahomes and one team doesn't. Fair enough. And wrapping it out on the unanimously going to Monday Night Football, uh, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Green Bay Packers. It's a story of teams that have uh, <laughs> one team who hasn't scored less than 35 and another team who hasn't blown a lead of less than 35 points. Uh, all of us going with the Green Bay Packers. I mean, Dan Quinn, uh, I, it's what's today, Tuesday. How does Dan Quinn still have a job? I'm not too sure. Uh, after watching Twitter, I mean, people that weren't even – Falcons fans were calling for his head. Uh, I mean, you managed to lose a, a big game in week two against Dallas. You managed to fall. Uh, and I want to say they gave up a 20-something point lead to the Bears with about 10 minutes left to go in the game. I mean, how do you manage to how do you manage to blow such big leads back to back? I mean, at, God, God help the, uh, the Falcons. I mean, it's just going to be tough. And the way that Aaron Rodgers is playing, I mean – even as a Bears fan, I hate to say it, but, I mean, he's up there right there with MVP contingency, too. I mean, he's been playing absolutely phenomenal. The Packers, 40-plus uh, points in both week one and week two, and then uh, having an off week in week three, putting up only 37, uh, that's disgusting. So uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see anything less of the Packers look for another 40-point game. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, but don't expect the Falcons to blow a lead in this one. I don't think they stand a chance. So uh, – <laughs> And I think uh, a couple of the the head nods around the around me uh, kind of agree with that. So uh, that comes to the end of the week four predictions. Again, all of us within one game, of, uh, at least somebody. So uh, the standings are heating up a little bit here uh, going into week four. It'll be interesting to see who's right and who's wrong, who's going to have a fire week, who can match up my 11 and four in one week. Uh, that was a fun time for me, at least. But uh, any closing thoughts for anybody going into week four? Jamil? Um, every time RJ says the Panthers are going to get the number one pick, I'm going to start sending him the SpongeBob meme where he says, how many times do we have to tell you teach you this lesson, old man? <laughs> Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one better than that. Carolina's going to get the number one pick and take Trevor Lawrence. And the Atlanta Falcons are going to get the number two pick and take Justin Fields. And we're going to get to see Lawrence versus Fields twice a year for the next 15 years. And it's going to be glorious. It's starting to seem like, Matt, that, that they're really trying to tank for somebody. But, I mean, Matt Ryan's still getting it done. I don't understand. But at least on the offensive side, that defensive side shit in the bed. But Matt will go uh, – well, RJ? And Matt Ryan's going to be the next quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Brett Favre said he wants to see Aaron Rodgers play in a Bears uniform, and honestly, that gets me going. But um, no, I, I, can I? I'll no, stop. Oh, yeah. uh, let's get wide receivers before we get a new quarterback. But Matt, we'll go over to you. Uh, if the Falcons get a lead, they'll lose it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I, that's a Matty stat right there. <laughs> hey, the probability shows that if Nothing it has gets a lead, by him. they will lose. Um, and. Uh, 
if the if if Allen Robinson has another good week and the Bears don't sign him to contract extensions, I demand for Ryan Pace's head. Uh, that's what I'm going to say about uh, going into week four. So, uh, yeah, so an interesting week four to look forward to. A lot of storylines starting to heat up, especially whenever it comes to uh, Carolina not tanking and Dan Quinn not being fired for some reason. Uh, we'll see exactly what all comes of it in week four. But until next time, this has been GMs for Hires prediction for the NFL season in week four. Uh, we'll see who's right and wrong on the recap video coming out uh, next week. So we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.